was debating whether to do a section from Shir Gimel, which we uh, did already at the very beginning of Tchias Amesim. Yeah, maybe we'll do one section in, in Shir Gimel just to get us back into the Indian, which you'll be developing in, in Shir Dalit, which we'll hopefully get to today. Okay, so I'd like to do a section Vav and Shin Samachay. Page Shin Samachay. Because we're going to be talking about the concept of Chaim. That's going to be the, uh, the subject of today's shiur. And we already touched upon it in, in Shir Vav, and he's going to uh, he's going to relate back to it. He's going to refer back to it in Shir again in in the next year. Okay, so let's read together. What is the essence of what life is? Chidush Tmidi. Chidush Tmidi means constant renewal. Constantly something which is constantly being being being, uh, being created. We'll see. Nemar. Ki imcho mekor chayim. Pesach says, Ki imcho mekor chayim that with you is the source of life. Akavana. In the previous sections, if you recall, he talked about things that come from Mishliach, things that come from, but things don't come from Mishliach. And the point was that Chaim doesn't come from Mishliach. Right? And, and his point was that things that come from Mishliach, they're within the system of, of, of Olam Hazeh, they're within the system of Mitachat Hashemesh, things that are part of the created world. But Chaim is something which is above it, something which is what, what wasn't given to Ishleach. It's totally in the control in the domain of the Rebbeinu Shalala. He didn't give up any. He didn't give up any control. What he gave up control was because Keilug or what he what he gave over to Shlichim is the ability to use Chaim and to apply Chaim to different situations. But Chaim itself is something which is uniquely. What does that mean? We can do all kinds of things, but the essence of what makes everything work, right? the energy which fuels the world, which makes which which can which can which continues the existence of the world, that remains by Kodesh Baruch what happens is, is that Chaim is Chal on a goof. And so that connection between Chaim and the goof, that can become, that can, that can become separated. So that's what we call death. But it's not possible to say that death affects the life itself. Because life, heim is life, 
comes from directly from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who is Chayo Olamim, the life of the world. With you as a source of life, could could you read Chayolamim? Uh, it gives life forever. Yes, right. Yes, absolutely. In other words, Chayolamim is 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 again. It's it's the life of the worlds, but the worlds includes this world and the next world. In other words, it's the life. It's 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 all of. It's, it's 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 life the uh, life in its totality, and sham lo Okay. So let, let's read on. I'll try to explain the, to the best of my ability what what what, what he means to say. But well, let's read on and see see how he how he puts it. Im If we try to contemplate, think about it. In other words, how can we grab, grasp this concept of Chaim to the extent that we can become pick ourselves up a little bit and above our the, the restrictions, the limitations of, of the of what we experience? Because what he's going to be describing is something which is beyond our experience. Okay, so if we're trying to try to raise ourselves up and look at you know from top down. Into our lives, into into the world that we know it. Eitzel Chayei Olamim. What is the what is the uh, to be close to Hakadosh Baruch to be able to to see things a little bit from his perspective? Me'aver le'marechet ha'masuderet shodechateva beyond the system which is the derechateva. Shema chidushu etzem surat ha'metziut in that world above. Which is above the world that we know it, so then chiddush is etzem hametziot, is etzem surah hametziot. B'dvarim shelo nimsuru b'deishliach. Those things which are not nimsuru b'deishliach, what we call the chayim atzmam. V'lo hishtal shulu atchigiel adarche atem, and they didn't descend right, to this world, right, to to become part of the system of nature. Sham hakol makor. There, everything is source. There, nothing has an existence of continuity. Right? To, to the extent that something exists because of, as an extension or as a continuation of what previously existed. Right? The kiyom is always in the source. The Chaim is grasped as a source, uh, just as a source, which is always flowing anew. But if we look at the system which is given over to the shliach, in other words, the part which is aris adam, kan And in this world, there's nothing. There's no chidush. It's only to somebody who has a special schus to live that type of life, the type of life of a makor chayim in this world. He tastes this taste of 
what this etern- what this life is from the dimension which is totally above us. But if we look at it from how it appears right, from the system right, underneath, beneath the heavens, because the Tzva Shemaim are Kodesh Baruch Hu's Shluchim, right, to, to run the world, here everything is fixed. Seder Kavua V'Kayam. There is a definite order. Everything that exists is a continuation of what preceded it. Under the sun, in the lower parts, the lower world that we're describing, in our world, which is the world of finiteness, there isn't anything new. In this framework, there isn't a chiddush. Even when there is chayim here in this world, right, and there is a point of contact between the, the etzem chayim and things in this world, right, but that's still subject to that system, which is not a chiddush. And they do not appear, they do not manifest themselves as a something which flows anew. In this world, whatever is planted is what grows. Everything is yesh And so then, when life is detached from the Korachayim, from the source, and we don't see them in their constant renewal. So this type of life is really death. This form of life goes yashar right, straight and and right, right, one step after one step after another towards death. So so, the, so the, here, so here he's saying, and, and again, we'll, we'll talk. We'll try to try to give over in our own words what 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 what, what, he's, what he's what he's trying to say is there is such a thing as chayim, right? So well, one way we could imagine it, I was thinking, is like you know, like a, a source of energy, let's say that comes from the uh, from the electric company or something, right? There is, there's a, again, obviously I'm, I'm lowering this down to a very, you know, but there's a, but there's a source. There's a source of life. That source of life is something which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly producing. Constantly, it flows from him. That flow of life is something which is constant, has, and that never gets old because it's always, always renewed. Every moment there's a new New life, new life coming in. There's nothing. It's not a, a continuation of the old life, like a stream. We'll see, right? That the, the, the stream of water, right? It's constantly flowing. New water. There's no water that's there that was there the, the, the minute before because everything is something new. So that that's one. So that's that's life itself. Now, life itself, because Baruch created. A, a the, the world 
where this makor chayim, this chayim that we, that we talk about, has a point of connection with things in this world which are finite, which are material. Okay? And so it gives life to the material world. So, and it, but, it, but since it gives, it's giving life to a, the material world, so that means that it's going to be controlled or bound by the limitations of the material world. That means that it's going to give life, but it's giving life to material things which proceed towards death. Right? That, that's the that that's how that's how that's what this world is. So we have a connection to life, but that connection to life as we see the world means that it's going to that that the that that life is is, is that the things that exist exist in, within a system where they're going to deteriorate and die and and because in this world so that doesn't descend to what it does is that it temporarily gives life to things which are right? and that can come to an end and that's what we call death so as we'll see in the next year right it doesn't mean that life never dies Life is constantly flowing. What dies is the, right, the, the connection between life and material things. That can come to an end. There, there Akkadosh Baruch Hu says that, I give, that, that, that things that exist in this world, they, they can have life right, in a limited way because they're made of material and matter and when they, and they uh, have Homer. And when that Homer ends, so then, then that life will, they will no longer be connected to life. Okay. Uh, in, other words, in other words, if you imagine something connected, like uh, maybe, maybe it's a good example. In other words, if you have the, the, the energy that comes from the, from, from the electric company, right, it's constantly flowing. Let's imagine it's, 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 it's there, it's always there. You connect it to a light bulb, right? Okay, and the light bulb gives light, but the light bulb is limited. Right? Eventually, the light bulb is going to burn out, right? Because it's material. Right? There's, no, there's no, such, no such thing as a light bulb that's going to go on forever, right? So, what, what happens when when the light bulb burns out is that it's no longer connected to the source of life. The source of life, because of the built-in limitations of the, of the physical light bulb. It's not going to be the, the the it's going to die, right? And it's and the and the and the energy of the electricity is not going to give it life anymore. It's not going to. It doesn't mean that anything happened to the to the source of the of the of the of the electricity which is being manufactured. That that's constant. That's always there, right? But how it affects things in this world could come to an end. The things start and they end. They have a beginning and they have an end. The light bulb has a beginning when it's a fresh light bulb, right? It, it burns bright and this and then and, and has a lot of strength. And then as it goes on and on, it loses its strength and then eventually it wears out and burns out and it doesn't work. Okay, that's, I think, a, a good muscle for what, what he's trying to tell us. However, right, what he is saying is that for us in this world, we can succeed in connecting right, and living a higher form of life. There is a form of life where people can be, become l'maylam and It means that we, right, 
we don't have to be limited. In other words, if we live that life, so then, then the life that we're living, right, is not is not bound by, not limited by, right, the fact that our life, that our bodies are physical, right, and that they wear out, which they do, but we're connected to this higher form of life, which is constantly part of us. And when we live our lives in this world with that level of life, so then we will be, then we will have eternal life because then we are, then the life that we're experiencing isn't the limited life of mitachat Hashemesh, but it's the infinite life of l'mayla men Hashemesh. Okay. As, you know, as it says, Right, as says, Right, what Yisrael, what what advantage is there to a person for all of the toil that he toils under the sun? Right, so under the sun, and and the and the Chazal say, Tachas Hashemesh Ein Yisrael, Hashemesh Yesh Right, to the extent that 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 we live Tachas Hashemesh, so then we have no Yisrael. Then then we come to an end. But if we can connect to a, a level of existence, right, of the of the of, of living the, living that chaim itself, living chaim as experiencing chaim, not as just being connected to it, right, like a light bulb is connected, but actually being part of it in some way. I don't know exactly what that would mean, right, but as we'll see. But but being part of that that system. Of the of the chaim, so then, right, then our lives themselves will have the eternal chiddush, right? In the next page, I'm not going to go through it now, but if you recall, you can look at it again. In the next page, he talks about yegias haTorah that the way to get to chiddush is by studying Torah, right? by toiling in Torah, because when we toil in Torah, Torah is l'maylam and hashemesh, and we can live, we can connect with that world of Torah. Right, by with with the world of Lamailam and Hashemish of that infinite life by studying Torah and making Torah part of ourselves. And so Mamela, our lives become right, the lives of Makor Chaim, as opposed to the lives which are merely right, uh, have an a, a incidental uh connection to, to the to the to the Chaim. Okay, that's a bit kitzer. What I can see from here, and that's why, and I think that was. We'll see the next uh, shear. We'll see that he developed. That that's how I think we have to understand what he's trying to tell us. Okay, so now we're going to fast forward to the new shear. Right. Again, these are connected, but I don't want to repeat things. But if you go over the section about Yigias and Torah, I think that's will be a very very important thing. Okay, so now, so we're going to start on, on shear Membez. Page Sin Samachtes, and we'll start the new Okay, this is this is the point that we've made. These are basically going to be repeating it here. Why is it an ikar? Again, the amuna of of Chesamesim and the what is the ikar of it? What makes it into an ikar? One of the, the of one of the thirteen, the thirteenth of the principles of faith. It's not only a belief in the act of of revival, right? 
of resurrection. Ze lo sof davar. That's not the that's not the whole thing. Ha'emunaki ba'meshe nikra chayim. Whereas properly having a muna in 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 trias hamesi means that we believe I have a muna in this thing called chayim, and when we have a proper relationship to chayim, so then we will have a proper understanding and a proper belief of what means to, what it means to have eternal life. A proper grasp, a proper understanding of what this thing called Chaim is, Zehu Emuna. This is what Emuna is. If we know what Chaim is, so then we have Emuna because then we have Emuna in the Chesamais, and we have Emuna because we know what, what, what we, we understand what life is. But what it takes is a reorientation of our understanding of what Chaim is. And this is what we're going to be learning today. Right? What is a continuation of what we said before. Right? If we have a good, a correct, proper grasp on, on the concept of Chaim, so then, right, again, and, and as I say, it's a reorientation. It's, it's a different way of, of looking at Chaim. It's a way of looking at Chaim not as it expresses itself in the natural limited world that we actually live in, but it's thinking about there is something which is above us, something which surpasses us, supersedes us, right? which is above us. Right? That's that's the, the, there's a level of chaim that we don't necessarily experience right? in our in our day to day life unless we raise ourselves above the what we have, and so then and then that that, that new Understanding what Chaim is is what's going to be able to uh, connect us with that level of Chaim, which is the Chaim of the eternal life. So what we have to do is to break through, break away from uh, our natural conception of what Chaim is, right? and understand that there is a Chaim which is uh, transcends it all. Okay. Okay. So let's see how he says it here. In that system, which is uh, grasped, right, which how we see things in this world, life and death happen on the same plane. Achayim mitzad echad, life on one hand, v'amavat v'amavet chal eloto davar shechalim alav chayim. Whereas death, right, and life, right, are there is life, and and that life ends. Okay, when we look at things that are alive and and and, and they're no longer things that when we see, uh, say, uh, you know, a person dies, something dies, some some someone dies, right. So what we see is. There, that there, there was life here, and that life ended. That's how we that we say right? his life ended. Right? He had life, and now that that life that he had is no longer exists. Okay? That's that's the way we see things in this world. Right? He had life, and he lost the life. Right? And right? and that life, the life doesn't exist. Klomar ba'oto inyan shol chayim yesh mashu kenegdo shenikramavet. Right. There is something which stands opposite life, which is death. Life 
goes until it ends, and then and then and then comes death. Right. So there's a so life and death exist on the same plane. Harezu taut chamura beetzem hagderatanose says Ramesha, This is a serious error in how in the definition of what we're talking about. Lo shayach mavet there is no such thing as death which can affect, impact life. Hamusag chayim hudavar she'ein lo hefsek. Chayim is something which has no stopping, no interruption. Hanim tamid, which is something which is constantly flowing and extending. V'lefichach mavet le'olam lo yachol lechol chayim. Right. Mavet cannot be chal on chayim. It can't be, chayim cannot die. Life doesn't end. Life is that flow which is constantly coming from above, right? if you will, the the the, uh, the muscle from the electric company on, on, on the lower level of the Gashmias is that it's something which is constantly flowing and it doesn't die. Hadavar soter et atzmo amila. It's a self, it's a contradiction in terms to say that life dies. That's just not something that can that you can even speak about. It's a contradiction in terms. Right? As I said before, right? Take an example: a stream of flowing water. There is no force in the world that can stop the flow. You can turn its direction, divert it, or you could hide it under. Under the ground, right? We can't stop the flow. That flow, okay, that's his muscle, right? Okay, my muscle is the electric company. His muscle is the is the uh, is the flow of water, right? That's something which is unending and constantly going. If there's a source of water which which is flowing, right, and it would come from some subterranean place and creates a flow. That flow is always going to be there, right? No matter what we do. So in the same way, life doesn't die. So this is the word chal, hard word to translate, but chayim right, happens to things. It falls on things, like Yom Tov falls on Shabbos. It's chal on it. That chayim effect becomes... I'm not going to translate it. Chayim is chal on things and something. And it's possible that life, that that life can leave that thing and and depart. It says the her her nefesh went out. Right? So that's a way of speaking, is that meaning that there was that the nefesh left her. Right? Her chayim with the nefesh here in terms of chayim, as we'll see, nefesh and chayim are, are intimately connected. Right. So the her her nefesh, her chayim left her, right? Because that's that's our definition of death. Words, when we see death, what are we seeing? We're not seeing any hefsek, any interruption in the flow of life, what we're seeing is a disconnection between the the object which was given, the, which was 
which had the where the life was chalon and 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 it's no longer part of it anymore. Ubalashan Chazal Yitzias Neshama. Chazal talk about right, they say that that, uh, that that they call death the moment of Yitzias Neshama. The Neshama leaves. Right? Doesn't end. It doesn't die. Doesn't stop. It leaves. Okay, let's turn the page. Chayim is always chal on things which is not alive. Right. Adam was created, he wasn't alive. And how did he become alive? He became alive because the Kodesh Baruch Hu was blew into his nostrils this nishma chayim, a neshama of life. And then Adam became a nefesh chaya because he was he was connected, became connected to the source of life. Then when Adam Arishon had was connected to the chayim, so he became fully alive. When we take it back, right? when Hashem takes the Chaim back from a person, right? so he remains dead. In other words, what happens was that he, he was dead, he was connected to life, and then the life was removed. So then, right? the Afar returns to the, uh, to the Aretz, and the ruach, which is again the spirit of the nefesh, right, was returns to Hashem. Okay, that's the he gets it back. Ach b'chayim atzmam lo shayach mavet, but chayim does not die. Life does not. There is no such thing as a cessation of chayim. Okay, chayim is always there. It's a question of who's connected and who's not connected. Okay, perish hamila chayim. It's something which is constantly renewed. Right? As we said, right? Right? Mavet is chal. What dies? The thing that becomes old. Okay? Is when you put chayim on a body, so the body right, gets old, and then mavet is something that happens to the body when the body becomes disconnected from the chayim, because right, until the point where it dies. If we have any kind of ability to grasp the concept, what the meaning of the concept of chayim is, the definition, the very definition of what Chaim is, of this concept of Chaim is Hitchachut, is renewal. Something which is constantly flowing. And there, there's no such thing. Not, death is not defined. Because the whole point of Chaim is to be the opposite of Mavis. Right? Chaim is something that never dies. It goes and goes and goes. And that and it doesn't have any shaykhs to death. Right? 
פסוק דוד סיין תהלו. לא עמוס כי אחיה. לפי המשמעות הפשוטה, לא עמוס אלו אחיה. I won't die, but rather I'll live. What's this? He's asking, there's a repetition, there's redundancy. If lo amut, so then I care. What's the chiddush of ki achia? Elo, shekik meshamesh kama lashon mishum. Here, it doesn't mean, ki is not, right, elo, but ki is mishum because, right, sharei, מכיוון שאחיה, לכן לא אמות. זה means משום או שהרי, those are two, right, and what we, and the third word is, מכיוון שאחיה, since I have life, לכן לא אמות, therefore I will not die. עד כמה שיש חיים, הרי זה מפקיר ממוות. To the extent that we have life, then we, that we're not going to die. In other words, somebody who has real life will never die because life never, life never ends, life, life never dies. It's only the people who don't have that real life, as we said before, who are incidentally connected to, to the life in a temporary way where the life is, fuels their material being, right? then they experience death because then when the material thing runs out, so then the, then the life will no longer be there to to support it okay so again in, in material things the amount of life that you get is a function of how long is the material thing going to last okay? like i said like before like the light bulb right or uh, like the human beings like the, like the body right there is we're given life right to to support the body okay? that's the lower form of life life which supports the body Okay? And the moment the, when the body ends, gets old, right? and, and, and it comes to its end, so then the life departs. Right? The life has no place to be anymore. Right? The body, is, the body is, is no longer capable of, of containing life. So the body, okay? so when the body can't contain life anymore, so there's no more life. So the life departs and goes someplace else. Right? Right? And, but it continues on its way. Right? But there is a thing called lo amus ki echye, lo amus, I, I will not die, meaning my, my whole existence will not, will not come to an end because I'm living a chayim, which is not just to give life to my material being, but I'm living chayim directly. I'm living chayim, I'm experiencing chayim in a way which is not, uh, which is not uh, bound to, not connected to my material existence. When I experience Chaim on that level, so then I'll never die because that there's because that Chaim never ends. Right? So and that's what we said before. And it was a person learns Torah, right? So then that Torah that he learns, the mitzvahs that he does, whatever whatever it is, right, that, that he connects to the to the spiritual world, right? So when he has that, so then that's never going to die because he's that that that's Chaim Atzma, right? And that Chaim Atzma, he becomes part of the Chaim Atzma. That's the uh, that's the idea. Avol Zerak, and he repeats the point again in the next paragraph. Ad kama shachayim nitfasim b'chaim Atzma. Right. That's only as long as we grasp Chaim as Chaim Atzma, called essential Chaim. Sham ain't mavet. 
that chayim is no death. But to the extent that things are only connected to chayim, like the physical being bodies which are connected to chayim, kind of like sort of like uh, like a life support system, right? That's that's what it is. It's it's life support. It gives life to the body as long as the body is capable of 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 of, of handling it. ‫כקטוב, because there, the the chayim is not part of the essential definition of of what that thing is. In other words, let's just right, in other words, you take an animal, right? It's alive, but its chayim is not part of its essential definition. Right? It's given life as long as it's has a physical, the, the physical body is is going to be there, and then it's going to depart. And right, and there's not going to be any. Just we understand that an animal, there's no. There's no, there's no afterlife for for animals, right? Because all they are is a body which was temporarily given life because of a certain connection to to Chaim, right? And the same thing with human beings, right? Human beings who right, have no right other connection than the, than than the animal connection of life, than the animal type of life, that type of life which animates them in this world. So then they will, when they're disconnected, so that's it, Kamarno. No, there was never any experience of eternal, of the true eternal essential life. Somebody who lives the other way, right? And okay, that's what God says. Now we're going to try to explain this essential dichotomy between chayim atzmam, what we're translating as essential life, or just merely being connected to life. And those are the two things, right? And we have to, and that's going to be our avoda, as we'll explain in great detail here, our avoda is to raise ourselves from from, from the eternal life, from, from the, from the uh, accidental life, let's call it, or the incidental life, to the essential life. That's, that's, that's our avoda. Right. So Torah and mitzvahs, that's That's exactly the bracha that we make, right? That's that's the chaye uh, olam is only going to come through us right, through the planting of Torah, the seeds of Torah in us. Right? Again, similar to what we talked about in the previous year, but the same idea here as well. As long as we plant the, as, if we plant chayim in us. Through Torah, through a connection with with the ruchnius of this world, so then we will be have be connected to essential life, and then we will have tchias amesim. We'll have olam haba. We'll have we will be able to continue to exist right, when the body is no longer here, because the body was just a a means that our neshamas should attain eternal life by can be by by. By being infused with, I don't, know, I don't want to use the word connected because the word connected is too weak. Maybe becoming infused with, with, with the, uh, with, 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 with the, with the, with, with true chayim, 
That's the Chai Olam, not the Chai. Okay, everybody uh, on the page with me? The Seder. Okay, good. Okay, so now he's going to, now as he said, we have to go deeper into this and, and we will go a lot deeper. One second, I hear from the kitchen that my wife might need a little assistance for a second. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm back then. No, no great emergencies. Okay, so let's see what he does. We'll go deeper. Okay, now he's going to talk about the concept of nefesh. Okay, and we're going to go into the concept of nefesh very deeply. There are different aspects of what nefesh is, and he's going to show that the different aspects of nefesh correspond to the to the two levels of chayim that we've been talking about. Okay, that's the that's the plan of, of how he's going to explain it. So, Tochen Musag Hachaim Nefesh, life and nefesh, and we're going to show that they're parallel or even identical, right? Ratzon Umenucha. These are going to be the dichotomy between these two forms of nefesh, or two meanings, or two, two ways of experiencing life in the nefesh. Ratzon and Menucha. Will and Rest, for lack of a better word. The pasukal yitzias chayi adam nema. What does it say in the pasuk about when God created the man? Vayipach ba'apav nishmas chayim vayhi adam lenefesh chaya. As we saw, right? breathed into his into his nostrils, the soul of life, and man became nefesh chaya, became a living nefesh. That's what man is. Man is nefesh chaya. So now we have to go into the word nefesh in order to explain what chayim is. Okay? Because chayim and nefesh go together. Because man is nefesh chaya. Okay? So let's, we got to figure out what nefesh means. Perush amila nefesh zeratzon. This is on one level. Okay, the meaning of the word nefesh is will. Kach nemar miyeshet nafshichem likboras mesi parshas chayisara. How does Avram Avinu speak to the bnei ches? Miyeshet nafshichem kolomar yesh birtzonchem. So the nefesh is what wants. Rashi, Katav, Rashi in Brachas, also is a passage which quotes the, the nefesh and it's connected to tefillah. It says, Mahi nefesh zu tefillah, nafshi Hashem. I will pour out my heart, right? Hannah says, I pour out my heart, I poured out my heart before Hashem and her tefillah for a son. So why is it tefillah? Right? Nefesh is tefillah because that's the ratzah. 
but the Ratzon, in the, in the, the best way, or the most uh, appropriate way of, of expressing what you want is asking Hashem for it. That's, that's, if you want something, so obviously the, the best to shtadlis is to put the tadabim for it. Without, you have to do other shtadlis too, perhaps, but, the, but certainly, the Gemara says in Nida, you have to, if you don't daven for something, it's certainly not going to work. Right? So, so, that's, so that has to do, that's why tefillah is also called nefesh, because that's the, the deeper re- revelation of, the, of will. Because okay? I daven for something that I want. I daven for, I daven for, for my ratzon to be fulfilled. So havchanav shuta shalom usachayim. So the simple, right, havchanav, a simple, uh, I don't know what word to use here, um, of analysis of of the word, of the concept of chayim. Ze nivra shirotzeh mashim. Chayim means, what do you say, somebody's alive? It means a creature, created being, that wants. And he has the koach to realize his will. Chaim doesn't exist without ratzon. Chaim means something which aspires, desires something. That's how Kodesh created the world. Created the world, he gave us chaim, which means that he gave us. Right, built into us is we want things okay? and we want that's when we want things we go after them and we get them and then that's called being alive that's the nefesh as we'll say that's the nefesh chaya and that's what it means to be alive right to look for things outside of us and and try to make them part of us yeah and then that's how we that's 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 an expression of what it means to be alive. If a person didn't have any of that, so then he would be dead, and he's and he has no he has no real life. His life exists in terms of having looking, having thing, there being things that he that he that he wants, and that he goes out and gets. And that's true on, on all levels of life. It's true for people. It's true for animals. Kasuberi shonim. Right? It says in Rishonim it's written, Shemila Ratzon, whom Yishoresh Ratz. Ratzon is related to the word to run. Kolomar, Shadavar Yotse Matzmo, Bolech Likrat Mashuch Shekutzalo. We're always running. Right? We're always trying to get something outside of us right? and make it part of us. Zehu Shituf Hashem, Shol Chaim Gamlo Balechayim. The gamlumayim chaim. Why do we have the same word chaim? Right? We share the same word, right? Meaning that live things, people, animals have have chaim, and we also talk about mayim chaim, flowing water. Shekifish tsuratam atzichitzonit hamayim novim atzmam el michutzlam because they appear they're flowing, right? Towards something, yes, Jory. Uh, I was just wondering what the significance. 
Bhagi Lag Siegel. I didn't know how to pronounce that word, but to acquire that. Yeah. To, to, uh, yeah. So that's a good question. Um, the, I th that's a good question. I was also thinking about it a little bit. But again, I think what it, what it must mean is, is that uh, you know, just wanting things uh, you know, with, without any ability to, to get them, so then the wanting is pretty sterile. It doesn't, you know, doesn't, 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 you know, doesn't motivate you. In other words, if I didn't, if I didn't know that I could get things, so then, then the fact that I wanted things would would wouldn't be very meaningful. Right? It's wanting things which I can achieve, right? and then so then then I'm then I'm alive because the. What what my life is expressed as the search for and the ability to acquire right, that which I want. That's right. Or is the, the the cat is alive insofar as you know wants to catch the mouse. That's and if, if cats you know wanted mouse but they couldn't catch them, so then. The fact that they wanted them wouldn't be very important. Right? So when we want things and can get things, that that defines what life is. Right? Life, right? just look around us, right? right? Look at all the people around us, right? What is their <laughs> life? Right? Right? As, as, as my uh, except for you, uh, what? You never know what you can get, and our desires are insatiable. Okay, and, uh, but we're we're always going after things, right? But so I mean, I guess, but in, inherent in that is that there's some things that we won't be able to get and we can't get. And I'm thinking about, you know, I don't know, this may be too peripheral, but a disabled person who's so severely disabled, you know, that all they want is 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 a mate or something, but it's it's not gonna happen. They're, they're Okay, good. Again, but but okay, but say I I I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I can't deal with that. I, I, I can't deal with with the you know the real exceptional cases. But that's what you know. You say when you see what you know what makes people alive. You know. Yeah, that's what people alive is the things that they that they got right that they wanted and they got. So now they feel they're really alive. You know. Okay. You know. I mean. Uh, you know. I. Made a very very strong impression on me a magazine article that I probably read you know, you know something like fifty over fifty years ago, right? But they were describing uh, you know those people who were making it in society, people from uh, from disabled backgrounds, from racially disabled backgrounds, and I remember one woman said she wakes up every morning right, and she walks into her driveway and she pats her Cadillac and she says, "Now I know I'm alive." That was that was her hagdara of what it means to be alive. She's got a Cadillac in the driveway. Right? That's 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 what life is, you know. And uh, as my uh, close friends uh, put it, you know, what what what's what's the game of life? You know, he who dies with the most toys wins. That's that's the uh, that's what life is. Right? Going out to try to get, try to that's the rutsum. Okay. Again, yeah, there's higher forms of rotsam too, but I'm just saying, but, but that's that defines what we're, what we're all about. Yeah. Anyway, let's try to finish up this paragraph in a second. Okay. 
לפי התפיסה הזאת, שהנפש נקראת על שם הרצון, אבל אם נסתכל על זה ככה, just this way, obviously we're going to have to wait until next week to find out how, how we can look at it another way too. But if we look at it just this way, once you've achieved it, then you're not, you're not, you're, it's not chayim. It contradicts what I said before, but, but it's the same idea. Because the chayim is in what you want. So there is no chayim after you got what you wanted. Things, right? many things. Right? Again, I don't know about the lady with the Cadillac, but many things only have meaning right? as long as we want them. And the minute that we get them, we lose interest in them. How many times do we buy where we wanted something? Right? You know, we wanted a... You know, I remember there was a certain game I wanted for Hanukkah when I was a kid, and, and it was expensive, and my parents went all out, and they, they bought me that game because they didn't know how much I wanted it, and after three days, I totally lost interest in it. I was, I was not, didn't care about it, didn't want it, didn't look at it, and you know, it's, it could be still sitting in the shelf in Chicago for a while. But that's the, uh, that, that's, that's what it, that's the way things are. You know, there's that kind of Chaim ends, right? Right. But very, very quickly that ratzon is forgotten. And the thing that you got loses its life. Okay. It's no longer interesting. It's no longer exciting. No longer something that you really want anymore. Because you got it. Dessler makes the same point when he talks about the, right, that you always want things that are outside of you. Right. You want them because they're outside, because you don't have them. That's what you, that that's the whole koach of Natila. This is what really what Moshe is also describing, but uh, with the same concept that uh, Desler talks about. Right. It's the koach of taking. I want things from the outside of me. I'm running them, and I want them to become part of me. But my whole interest in them is because they're not part of me, because I don't have them. And and and, and the minute I get them, then 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 they lose their value. Okay, ach. Okay, now he's going to here. He's introducing the second, the second part of, of what of what nefesh means. And as you see, this is just an introduction to the next paragraph. But ach lemila nefesh hamigdira magdirat musachayim yeshno od muvan miloshom menucha. The word nefesh also relates to the concept of coming to rest. Ubayom ashvi shavas vayinofash nefesh. Right. Shabbat Vayinofash is a synonym for 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 Shavas. says he stopped his his and he rested. This is the opposite of Ratzon. Menucha is stay in your same place. Liot right? exactly right? To be with what is. Not to look for things. How do the two things go together? How does something which I have, which I'm not striving for, how does that give me life? Question mark. 
So yeah, we've discussed today the Chaim Shal Ratzon, and we still have to talk about in the next section Chaim Shal Menucha, and we'll try to we'll put it all together in musician. Okay, very good. Okay, thank you for joining me. In two weeks, I believe the yeshiva is having a special program with Rabbi Willig. I got an email. He's going to have questions and answers for alumni. All right, and I believe that it will probably be. Uh, a good thing for us not to have the